Hello everyone and welcome to to having to roll till death saves to us part our tabletop roleplay gaming series. My name is Oliver and I will be your storyteller and your dungeon master. For today's game, we are continuing our Land of Vampires one-on-one D&D campaign. Um, It is written by our friends over at Grove Guardian Press. Uh, Links to their website and Patreon are down below if you are interested in going and looking at some uh, pre-written material for one-on-one D&D games, if uh, you're so inclined to do that. Uh, With me today is my player and my wife, Robin. Hello, everyone. Uh, Robin, do you have any announcements? I'm pretty sure you do have a exciting one. I do. I actually have a fun, exciting announcement. So over the past two weeks, we've been running a competition on all of our social medias. The competition was to win some Dungeons & Dragons dice, some lovely fairy-inspired earrings, some um, little lights for outside use and also a couple of other little goodies within there so we have a winner for our lovely fee giveaway and the winner is drum roll drum roll tazzy tazzington hey taz Yay. so tazzy has won a lovely little set and i will be messaging tazzy after the game to sort out all the details and everything Thank you, everybody, for entering, of course. And we will be running more competitions soon because I like running competitions. They're fun. Yeah, competitions are fun. Congratulations, Tazzy Tazington, uh, <laughs> a, a, a long-time supporter of the show. So, uh, Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> good, good, good things happened. It was in, it was in the stars. <laughs> must have been, must have been. Um, yeah, um, so other announcements as well as catching us here on our Twitch channel every Sunday for our two-person D&D game, every Thursday for Just Chatting and Fridays for Oliver's Gaming Stream. You can also ca- catch us on pretty much all other forms of social media. All links are in our About section here on our Twitch page. Please Come join our Discord. It is an open invite for everyone to come join, hang out, share fun stories, D&D related or not. And I think um, that's everything. Yeah, yeah. No, the, come join the Discord. The Discord's awesome. We 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 have we have loads of channels in there now because we're talking about so many different things. So if you want to come and talk talk to us about uh, DM DM Workshop, I've just opened a channel in there. So if you're a DM and you want to come talk about stuff away from your players. Uh, come do that if you want to come talk about uh empire larp you can come in and, and chat to us about there we're very friendly folks <laughs> right do you want to jump in and play some D? yes let's do it D after the the traumatic experience of last time uh annalise and co were escorted uh, by their new saudad friend um to a sacred site of the four sisters an enclave uh which is watched over by a nymph uh, by the name of Arethusa. Uh, she informed them that the enclave was a meeting place for the sisters, but the heart of the field that is in their possession must be taken to Aronia's fane to remove the corruption and thus bring the sister back. Uh, the fane will be in a field somewhere within the land of Steimhorod. During the meeting with Arethusa, uh, their new companion, Anya, 
uh, revealed herself to be a vampire working for the Dread Lord vampire Nasak, and thusly kidnapped Kalina and disappeared seemingly without a trace, leaving the party of Annalise and Varuk outside the Enclave speaking to Dimitri. Annalise, is there anything you want to discuss here? What would you like to do, in other words? <laughs> so this is, we're just like outside the, the cave entrance. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to like whisk you away from there just in case there is anything else you wanted to do. Well, I guess it's time we should we should go rest and then we must continue. We must go to Saint Sebastian and perhaps figure out where the fame of the field might actually be. Sounds like a mighty quest. Would you like us uh, to come with you? I mean, our I wagons would... are on the wheels, so. Would you like to come with us to St. Sebastian? Have you been before? Oh yes, we've been been there before. I mean, it's time horrid. We cannot leave this place, so we've been uh, pretty much everywhere in the land. Well, yes, we would love the company, if, if, if that is okay. I mean, just so you know, we do tend to like attract a lot of trouble. Whenever we go, we do end up in like fights and you know, like we seem to attract danger so as long as you're okay with you know the potential of life-threatening events then yes we should all go together well do not worry my new friend Annalise it's fine as long as you travel with the Saudad no evil will harm you well let's do that you'll be then. safe with us come let's do it we'll get the muster ready so uh, Dimitri takes you back to the master. Uh, let let's say there's um, there's there's obviously packing up and things to do, but you have dinner. You're fed. Um, you're watered, and you are uh, given a bed for the night. Let's say, um, so you can do all your long rest stuff Ooh, awesome. that you that you might need to do. Uh, long rest. Take long rest. And you, uh, I, I, Baruk will help out the Saudad as they as they gather all their things, and you're in a literal caravan heading off to Saint Sebastian and going through the very. It, it's it's quite odd, in very contrast, how upbeat and how easygoing the Saudad are as they. Uh, travel through the lands of Stein Horod because it's very bleak. Uh, the the only the, the only bit of actual sunshine you saw was in the Green Vale. Um, however, in Stein Horod, it's completely covered in fog on every horizon. Uh, even at the brightest, lightest parts of the day, where you can tell it's actually daylight, it is just a grey above you still. But Upbeat. You don't notice any. You 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 see shapes every now and again, forming in the tree lines along the road as the saudads uh, travel along. No, no nothing uh, interrupts your travel. That um, you don't get any close glimpse of any your usual things that you've come across here: zombies, 
werewolves um, of that sort. You head over across the bridge that you uh, once fought a load of uh, <laughs> a load of zombie arms and legs and other things <laughs> as well. Um, eventually, you come to the familiar site of um, a city behind a wall and along the outskirts um, near the fields is the encampment uh, that holds the circle of light is there anything you'd like to do before you head into the city any conversations you'd like to have on the road um, on the road, Annalise is not looking like her normal self. Like she's usually very like outgoing and happy and like, you know, making jokes, but she's going to actually be rather quiet on the road, actually. She will be probably just sitting next to Baruch most of the time and just sort of a little bit lost in her own thoughts. Um she won't really interact with anyone until they actually get closer to the city. Um Well, I guess when we go in, we should like we should try to go speak to Saint Sebastian himself straight away. I or or like the the Overug. You have not met you've not met Sebastian, uh, no? No, I, I I kind of uh, haven't really spent much time out the Green Vale in Steinhorrod. So yeah, it's uh well, it's actually nice to see a city. Yes, you you might actually quite like it in here. Uh, Sebastian, he um, he's actually not too bad at all. And the oh, I can I always forget the names of the the medic, but I mean, like Galena used to always remember all the names <laughs> of places. And I'm now pretty she's... sure she told me his name was Lazarus. That was it, Lazarus. Well, Lazarus, um, he's the one that actually told me where to find the heart of the field. So maybe we go see him and he can help us and we speak to Sebastian. That's probably a good idea. But I th- they're very nice. And I know the person on the gate. I think he will just let everybody in, no bother as well. Oh, do not worry. We, we will uh, we, we camp outside. It's not our... Uh not our scene to go into uh, the cities you know are you sure oh no it's fine we, we can we can camp here by this tree line here this will be fine and then we can go shopping <gasps> shopping does sound good exactly we can uh, restock can um so if you like the circular light stuff and everything can i see anything there like um if, if you're kind of getting closer the the, the sound ad won't go that so close that they are going to interfere and you'll get a good look um, they'll stop mm. but you once you part ways with the Saudad you can you can uh, carefully go up and see if you would so wish it's up to you she was more going to give like a bit of warning so she's like oh you'll know um uh, uh, D- D- Dimitri the um yes the, did you ever have anything to do with the, the circle, the circle of light over there, the, oh, the, no, like, we, the brothers? Yeah, we tried to uh, keep out of the affairs of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the folk in St. Sebastian. Ah, okay. Because I, um, last time I kind of got involved in a bit of a rift. And long story short, I released a fire elemental and they have destroyed a lot of things at the circle. So they might be a bit, a bit angry now. Oh, you do get into mischief, don't you? 
Yes, I mean, like, I didn't know it was a fire elemental. It just looked, it looked like he was trapped, so I wanted to help, and... Yes, I think I might have burnt a tower down. You never change, do you? No, no, never change. Yeah, you can see the... Uh, I mean, you, you do notice. I mean, the, 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 the candle, the tower which the Blessed Father had lived in before, you can... Uh, it's not completely burnt to the ground, like it's there. The tower. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there, but fr- from this distance, it's it's probably damaged, but it's not completely burned down. Okay, well, I guess yes. If you camp out here, we will head in, and then we'll maybe see you in there. Yes, my friends. Anytime you need anything from the Saldad, you're most welcome. And that is returned as well. And you need anything from myself, you let let me know and I will try. However, if you uh, get turned into a vampire, you need to tell me, okay? Well, I know, like, if I get turned into a vampire, like, I don't know, like, to, I did just, like, I know they could, like, you know, like, bite me or something, but, like, will I know? Could they, like, sneak in, in the night and turn me into a vampire? Well, I might not know. as far as I know, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty damn obvious when you get turned into a vampire, you know? Well, okay. Deal. If they turn me into a vampire, I will tell you that I am a vampire. And I will not try to eat you. Exactly. Because you've and been it- invited in, so... Oh, I understand. Okay, okay. Well, if you get turned into a vampire, could you tell me as well, please? Oh, no, I will. I will definitely tell you. Unless Are you a vampire tr- now? Unless we're trying to lure you into some trap so we can, you know. Oh, do you know what? I think I'm just going to pretend that every single person I meet here is actually a vampire because that seems to be the trend at the minute. Yes, there's certainly a, a lot of them. You are a vampire. Unless proven otherwise. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. Maybe I, Dimitri can give you some uh, some tips. Obviously, uh, a, a vampire cannot uh, cannot come into an abode without being invited. Oh, let me write this down. Okay. So That's they need to be invited. Tip, tip number one. Rule one must be invited. Uh, tip number two: Vampires are afraid of water. Like all water? Oh yes. Oh okay. Afraid. It's like uh, you know, it's like acid to them. I just thought it was like a special water. It's just like all water. No. That sounds really cool. Okay, okay. So I could just like you know spray them with water. That that is good. Well, uh, I don't know if. Uh... Uh, spraying it would work, but uh, you probably pushing them into a river or something. Okay, so don't like water, need to be invited in. Is there anything else that can like really harm them? Well, yes, I mean, they, they are uh, they, they are undead, so... Oh, I you, see what you mean, okay. It's, they're very uh, difficult to kill. Uh, but if you... Uh, find them while they are asleep. And Dimitri kind of like looks around, like because you he did tell you before that they they have like an agreement with Drago, so they're technically sort of allies, not allies, allies. But uh, Drago let the Saldad out of just out of 
pity and feeling bad that she trapped them there, she leaves. She makes sure that they are left alone. Yeah. If you find a vampire in a uh, in their sleeping state, right, and just put a stake through their heart, then you will kill them. But they have to be asleep. They have to be in their place of sleep. Yes. In their oh. Dimitri, thank you, because um, that is very useful. Well, yes, uh, a lot of the time, if you try to kill them, uh, they can turn into a load of bats, which is very creepy. And, uh, yeah, what happens when they turn into all the bats, they actually go back to their uh, place of rest to recover. So, in theory, I find the sack. I push him in some water. He goes, oh, no, water turns into bats. And then I follow the bats because that'll tell me where he sleeps. And then I wait for him to go to sleep and I tiptoe in, put a stake in him, rescue Kalina, and everything is fine. That sounds like a, a great plan. But I, I think it's foolproof. I can't. I, I cannot see a single flaw in that plan. I cannot wait to tell the story of the mighty Annalise who slayed the vampire. You will tell it, my friend, you will tell it. Okay, I'm going to head in now. Um, Thank you, my friend. No problem. She'll, she'll get. She'll lean over and give him a hug. He'll he'll hug you back. His 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 his, his mustaches kind of tickle you a little bit, um, and even though they look a little bit like they might be greasy, they're they're actually very, they smell pretty good. <laughs> you smell very good. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Farouk just like sniffs under his arm. <laughs> Alright, should we head in? Let's head in. Okay. Are you just going to head into the main road? Uh, yeah, yeah, in the main road towards the entrance and looking for... his name again? Are you going to have to give me a clue? Ah, uh, guy on the gate. Talion. Talion, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, just head to the gate. So you uh, you head through... Now you do, you do go through uh, parts of the Circle of Light... Um, you see it, it, the actual um, busyness of the Circle of Light and the population has been drastically lowered. Um, in fact, there are far less kind of tents. Uh, the buildings are still there. The, the ramshackle kind of buildings are still there. And as you do see the tower up, it will be, the tower would be to your left. You do see the candle there. And yeah, it is, it is pretty charred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't look like it is being... Uh, there's no guards posted there. You don't see anyone, like, armed knocking about either. And you don't get the impression that, oh, shit, you know, we're in trouble here. Um, yeah, a very different very different feeling than when you first arrived here. Uh, just you, in case. Just, <laughs> she is going to walk, like, on the other side of Baruch, like, allowing Baruch to basically be the main one in sight. And she'll kind of, like... Like um, because she's got lots of different like layers of like fabrics on, so she'll kind of tuck some of her hair under her hood so it doesn't look as obvious. And she's just looking nervous, even though she's feeling better about it. <laughs> yeah, as as you as you approach, especially Varuk gets one or two uh, odd glances from people in um, the white attire of the Brotherhood of Light, um, 
but no one is coming up to like they did the last time you were here to demand that obviously because you, you got the impression last time that uh, elves were given preferential treatment um, mm. and Kalina had to walk around barefoot uh, no one's come up to ask uh, Varuk to remove his shoes or anything um, and because you're heading towards the gate as well um, there's way there's way less uh, brotherhood uh, citizens around where the main gate is and you get to the gatehouse um, and I assume you, you go up and ask for Talion. Yeah. Um, they run and get Talion for you as you, as I, uh, Baruch will just kind of converse with you about uh, what what is around um, in St. Sebastian and your your previous previous time here until you see uh, the, the halfling with um, with with big bushy sideburns, curly curly brown hair, and a big old uh, sword on his back. Um, you recognize him as Talion. Zalion, it's good oh, to see oh, you. Oh, oh, it's again. you. Oh, how are you doing? You're right. Oh, yes. Well, well, we we have been better. Um, but What's I up? guess what's with a life. Wait, where where is uh, where's the other uh girl that was with you? She. She's in. She's in some trouble. Somebody got her. Oh, well, I'm I'm sorry about that. Yes, but I think that maybe Lazarus and Sebastian might actually be able to help. I have done as they as they wanted, so I was going to speak to them and see if there is a see see if I can carry on this 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 path, and I can I can try to get her back. Well, if there's anything I can do, uh, do let me know. I will do Talion. Thank you. Well, I think uh, well, Lazarus will be in his lab. I'm assuming. Um, I'm not entirely sure where Sebastian will be. Okay. Are we are we permitted to come in and go to see Lazarus? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Come come on in. Come on in. Thank you, Valium. I should really give you like a, a city pass or something. Yeah, like something that we can like wear on our neck or something. Like you know, they've been checked. They're fine. They can go in. Well, I mean, it ain't as bad as it used to be because, well, uh, yeah. The the the, uh, the blessed father never came back uh, after his uh, retreat. Um, so the brotherhood's just kind of slowly disbanding. We got uh, the youngsters coming back into the town. I think they're realizing oh. that they're uh, you know they're a messiah. Just uh, pissed off and abandoned them. Well, in that case, maybe Sebastian will be quite happy about what because I did exactly what he wanted. I got rid of the I got rid of the man. Without actually harming anyone. Exactly, and that's why you'll always have friends here in Saint Sebastian. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, yeah, if uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Sebastian would would definitely want to help after you've helped out, help you get your friend back. Well, hopefully. Well, I guess we'll head over to see Lazarus. Maybe he can. Maybe he will be able to to tell us where Sebastian is. Well, great. You know where you're going, yeah. I remember where he is. Great. I think. Right. Oh, nice to meet you too, big man. Uh -huh. Nice to uh, meet you. She'll kind of go in. She'll be like, she'll start walking down the road, and she'll just be like, "Okay, I'm sure it was this way. I think it was this way." All right, it's so the other way. Uh, it's that you want to go right, then up. Uh, 
Oh, oh yes, yes, I was, yes, that, that, that's right. Then she starts kind of following his directions. <laughs> you know what, uh, I'll, I'll get George to go with you. George, George, take him to, take him to Lazarus's. Yes, sir. Thank you. Kalina was always the one that was good with directions. <laughs> so there's a few, there's a few uh, awkward sideways glances and a few whistles, um, and the the guard escorts you up to uh, Lazarus's um, laboratory. I'm assuming you just want to head in. She'll knock on the door. <laughs> you knock on the door. You you knock on the door. There's, there's no answer. Okay, well I knocked. I'll just go in now. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you, you, you go in and it, ta- it takes you a while, but you see uh, sparks flying out of um, a, a corner, like white sparks um, as this weird looking kind of uh, weird kind of looking machine that you can't entirely tell what it is. It's almost like a serpentine uh, serpentine construction with uh, kind of bolts and pulleys and things. It's very, it's very confusing. Um and as you, as you come in, you can see a little hunched figure kind of where the sparks are coming from. Like, the sparks are bursting out the sides of his face as he's hunched over whatever it is. Uh, L- Lazarus? Hello? It's it's me, Annalise. Ah, you... What? What? Who are you? Hi! Oh! Oh, it's you! You've returned! Yes, yes, here I return. She should just start rummaging in her bag straight away and pulls out the You got it! Yes, here. Fantastic. How did how did you? Uh, he's kind of like t- looking dead at your uh, bag as you uh, go to 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 bring it out, but he's still asking the question. How, how did you get on in the fetid fields? Oh well, it wasn't too bad. We went in. We we fought. Uh, what we What did we fight? Was it an ogre? A troll? A, a big, like a big, a big thing. We 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 fought like one of those. Oh, ogres and trolls, very very nasty things. Bad. We found the person who used to live there, but he wasn't really alive. But he was kind of alive. And then we got this, and we ran away. And then we were saved by some magical creatures. Well, and here you I, go. I have to admit, I I and he's like looking at the uh, he's looking at the um, the heart of the field as you're taking it out. And he does kind of like look at you, uh, look at you, Annalise, and he's like, I, uh, "You took a long time to go to the fet. I was worried that you wouldn't survive." And then he kind of looks at Varuk and has a little like confused moment. Oh well, Varuk came through the portal as well. He has been with the. He's been in where was it? Berryville. He's been in Berryville for a while. Berryville. Was it Bettyville? Uh, uh, Varuk, Varuk uh, gives you like a a swift nudge. I uh, mean, yeah, it's oh, like I found him. I found him in the woods. Yeah, and, it's like a yeah. real shit uh, place. You wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, he was in a lot of trouble. So we got Varuk, and then we went and we met some bitter brands. And then we went <laughs> but to. But Brooke kicks the... you in the side. Oh, I think like a like a, I don't know. We, at we, least, we, we, at we, least we just give everywhere. him. You better just show him the show him the thing. Here, anyway, we found this. <laughs> so he he t- he takes it, um, 
and he he like furrows his little uh, gnomish brow at it with his with his kind of opaque um, spectacles, and he examines it, and then he takes it over to his his table, and then you you can hear him kind of muttering under his under his uh, breath, and he he takes out like one of those big um, magnifiers, something like you you would use for like jewelry. Uh, jewelry crafting things like that, painting minis and things like that. So with all the all the magnifying glasses, you know, yeah. as he goes through the ball and relooks it. Ah, well, uh, thank you for your efforts, but uh, this isn't this isn't really the artifact I was after. It's not. No, I can't use this to uh, cure the corruption. What? What is the artifact that you need then? I thought this was it. Well, so did I. So did I. Maybe it doesn't exist. Well, I have been, like, hearing from people whom I cannot remember the names or locations of, and she kind of, like, gives a little look over to um, Varric. Varric rolls his eyes. But I heard that it's because of the, like, four sisters or something, and, like, we need to find where the four sisters, like, were and take their things back, and then they come back and they can fix everything. Oh, well, I haven't heard of any four sisters. Well, thank you for your help anyway. Um, if you find any more artifacts that might be of interest, please come and uh, give them to me. Well, you might be able to help us with a location, actually. Location? Yes, we're looking for like a magical location within some fields. There's, like, fields near here, I think. Well, yeah. That's why St. Sebastian was, was built here, because of the, the soil. Oh! Yeah. That makes sense. Like, yeah. like, for harvesting and stuff? Yeah, well, we're close to the killing fields. The, the what fields? Killing fields. The killing fields. Yeah. That doesn't sound very inviting. Well, no, I guess it doesn't. I don't know, I just, it, I, I, I kind of grew up just knowing they were called the Killing Fields. You don't know why they were called the Killing Fields? Well, I think there was some big battle or something, I don't know. So the Killing Fields are here, and that's where, like, you get your food and stuff from? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it grows from the ground, it's farming. It's actually quite oh. fascinating, there was so much, uh, so much bloodshed on the Killing Fields that actually made the soil very fertile. Oh, cool. So, maybe that seems like a place that there's maybe somewhere that I can take this artifact and perhaps find something. Okay, okay, okay. So I'll go to the killing field then if it's just like a nice little farming place. You that might, seems fine. You might want to speak to Sebastian about it. He probably knows way more about it than I do. Do you know where Sebastian is? Uh, it could be up at his manor, I imagine. Oh, goody is. Hang on, hang on, after, oh, hang on. And he, uh, he, he does a, a an incantation, and he takes out a little, uh, a little artifact, and he mutters under his breath. It's fine. I've called him. He's coming here. I mean, we could go to him. He looks a little bit like frail. No, it's fine. I've got. No, it's fine. I need to see him anyway. Okay, okay. Well, we will like wait here. 
I mean, I, I, I would, I would give this to you to give it to him, but I don't trust you 100% yet. Oh, that's fair enough. I wouldn't trust me 100% either. Like, I've lost this artifact twice already, and I've barely had it. Yeah, yeah. Where is it? Oh, it's on the table. I got it. Never mind. Yes, you table. make sure take, you take that back, okay? Okay, I got it. I got it. See, in my hand, I'm just going to put it back with the mimic. Great. Great. Yeah. It's a while. You, you have a chit, chit chat with... Um... With Lazarus and yeah, like Annalise will be doing that thing where she's like walking around and just like touching things. Like, oh, what does this do? And um, oh my gosh, what is this? And she's like doing that, like you know, DD Dexter's Laboratory type of thing, where she's just like <laughs> running around and touching everything. <laughs> what does this button do? <laughs> <laughs> do not touch it, Annalise. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in fact, Lazarus is, is quite enthusiastic if you ask um, if you ask questions and things like that. Um, Lazarus is uh, he, he's um, into medicinal science um, in in a way that's kind of unusual to you. Most healers that you've known uh, do healing through uh, magic you know arcane arcane magic and holy mm. and holy magic should i say not arcane magic um but he seems to yeah use arcane and uh, kind of scientific uh, scientific um medicine as well um and there's all, all sorts of uh yeah all sorts of crazy vials filled with all sorts of strange strange kind of liquids and uh strange beasts and, and she's like watching all this and she's like Oh, that's really interesting. You know, I can heal people as well, but I just play like a song. Like sometimes I just like say a poem or something and then people are like better. Like literally like someone's limb is cut off and I'm just like, oh, here, let me tell you this lovely story. And then they're better again. Ah, yes. Well, your 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 uh, your instrument and it actually breaks into the weave of reality. Which magic is all weaved into the reality of it. But it does have its limitations. Uh my my work i need to break through uh, the limitations that magic provides it's very useful it has its place definitely but oh no definitely definitely i agree with you it's very very interesting i love it it is it's 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 useful but uh yeah we need to be on the cutting edge so you need to push past the boundaries <laughs> eventually the door opens and a uh, a very uh, very well dressed uh, well-dressed uh, human man enters. You recognize him as Sebastian. His, uh, his, his face very sucked in, very pale. Um, his hair kind of almost white blonde, kind of thinned and, and swept back. A kind of real kind of curt kind of look to his lips that really accentuates his, his kind of cheekbones uh, bones and makes him look even more sucked in. But he carries his chin very high as he... Uh, as he walks in, Lazarus. Oh, hang on. Oh, uh, Sebastian. Uh, here you go. And um, Lazarus hands him a a vial, of which Sebastian kind of look, looks looks at you with like a raised eyebrow, but continues to puts his hand in his uh, in his inner coat pocket, pulls out the hip flask that you saw him use before, opens it, and. Pours the pours the vial of liquid that Lazarus gave him into the hip flask. Thank you, Lazarus. 
Ah. Here are the heroes of St. Sebastian. Oh. <laughs> but, well, I don't know about hero. We just kind of created a lot of havoc, I think. But... I see, see you've changed your companion. I... Well, this is Varuk. Varuk. Um, and myself and Kalina all came through. We just, we've gotten separated. And we found Varuk. But... And she kind of like looks, gives like a sideways look over towards Lazarus. And then looks back at M. Sebastian. And it's just like... Lord Nazak has taken Galena. He has her. And I believe she is still alive. But... I think that he wants to regain power in these lands. His, his face is like expressionless um, but he, he puts his arms behind his back come take a walk with me Lazarus Sebastian uh, I'm gonna get back to work and he he kind of tolls off and, and does his things uh, and Sebastian kind of walks out okay let's take a walk with the vampire so this will be fine just go walking with the vampire okay and she starts walking off behind him <laughs> Masark <laughs> has always been trouble. Always, uh, always trying to gain power, but unsuccessful for many, many years. I'm sorry about your friend. Is there anything I can do to help? I found the heart of the fields and I hear that by the turning this artifact to the vein of the fields that it may bring back one of the sisters. Ah yes, the four sisters. I am following this path I feel it is a dangerous and probably a stupid path but Nazak knows that I'm doing it I think it's why he has cleaner I think he wants me to find all of these things so that he can take the power for himself uh, do me a wisdom saving throw please you know if you want into my head just ask Although, with a nat one. <laughs> Seriously. It's a nat one. The first roll. Nat one. The game. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, um, Sebastian uh, literally has complete access to your mind. <laughs> My dear, I, I know what it is you're trying to accomplish. And I know who you've met along the way. Yes, she was unexpected. If you truly wish to bring back the four sisters, this will have a great effect on our land. 
and on me and Nisark and also Drago. However, that might work to your advantage. The return of the sisters will mean a diminishing in Drago's power and therefore mine and Nasark's power. Not that I have any use for my power anyway. I am already clinging to life or undeath. <laughs> As I very well know that you know what I am. <laughs> Luckily. Yes, I well, since uh, I know so much about you and I like you as an ally you may have already guessed this and he holds up the flask there's an Alexa that Lazarus makes for me it means that I don't need to drink the blood of the living to sustain myself like all other vampires do Is that because you do not wish to harm the living? This is true. I love the citizens of St. Sebastian. How could I feed on them? Drago seems to enjoy her, her power and the way things are. The sack seems to want to do everything to get power and encourage suffering, not just in this world, but in others. But you, you are so different from them. Why is that? Well, we are vampires, but we were people before we were vampires. And people are different from other people. That is true. Do you have any advice that you could offer me before I continue on this path? I I hear that the killing fields is where I should potentially go. If you seek the fane of Aronia, the killing fields would probably be your best bet. The soil there is enriched by the countless dead that were reclaimed by the earth long, long ago. Even before I can remember. It was the site in which Drago waged her wars on the surrounding kingdoms of Steimhorod before it got cast into this this shadow plane of existence vampires need blood to sustain ourselves blood holds a very ancient and mysterious magic Drago became obsessed with it but she needed a lot of it to do the things that she wanted to do and that is why she waged the wars. And that is why the killing fields are so fertile. Wow. That is uh, 
that is a lot. I'm. I think that Drago is playing some kind of game with me. She knows what I'm doing and she knows where I am and she's probably listening to me now. But she's not killed me. She's not even tried to harm me yet. I don't know why that is. I don't know if she just likes the game. But... Selfish as it may sound. I just care about getting Kalina back. I need to hope that Nazak has not already killed her. If Nazak wanted to kill her, he probably would have done it by now. The fact that he hasn't come after you in person, he probably hasn't another motive. Yes. I will continue this path. I'll do what I can to bring the sisters back. And then I will try to will try to kill him. <laughs> Perhaps I can find a way to weaken him. Make it a bit more of an even fight. If your power will be reduced. You said your power would be reduced anyway. I'm bringing the sisters back. Could that be the end of you? No, it would not. Would not kill us. Good. But it would diminish our overall power within this realm. Not that I wield that power. Did you know any of the sisters? No. No, they were long gone before I became as I am now. Well, if I meet them, if I am successful in this, I will make sure that they know that you, Sebastian, are different from the others. And that all you have done has helped and saved the people here and not not harm them. Thank you. I can see that you mean well and you wish to go home. But what is I... your... I'll ask and not pry into your mind out of respect. What is it is your top priority? Saving your friend? Returning home? Or helping the people of Steinhorod? I'm interested. My top priority. Up until recently, it was to save the people here. I did not care that much about not being home. I thought if I could help others, it doesn't matter. Seeing Kalina being dragged away like that. I will be honest. My top priority has changed. I want her back. But I will not cause harm to the people of Steinhor in order to get her back. At least, I do not intend to. 
Well, I'm in your debt for helping St. Sebastian. Blessed Father has not returned. Not that I expected him to. Hmm. Once you had uh, exposed him. Unfortunately, the the tower which he had called home was uh, rather damaged. Ah, uh, that were, was my fault. But there were some hmm, interesting artifacts within those walls, even though they were damaged. Artifacts someone could not have get gotten within the borders of Steimhorrod. I, I did take some things from him as well, actually. I, I took... Well, I took a mimic. He's mine now. But <laughs> There's no change in St. Sebastian's expression at all when you say that. <laughs> I also found a spell book. Nothing too crazy within it, but a few things that seemed like he was just, you know, playing tricks on others. But I also found this. And she takes out the glass um, ball. The non-mimic glass ball. <laughs> <laughs> I found this. I do not know too much of what it is, but... Let me see it. Here. Well, this is a crystal ball. You can use it. Depending on the enchantment upon the crystal ball usually it can let you see things that you can't usually see whether that be things in distant lands things in the future things in other planes of existence and how would one use the ball well you'd probably need to spend some time with it learn how to use it I can see you're magically adept Yes. Could I see people through it? Very much depends. You'd have to know, you'd have to find out the nature of the magic, the nature of the artifact, and then see what it does. I will spend some more time with it. It might be vital in, well, in everything that I'm about to do. If you head out to the Killing Fields, be careful. There is a reason people don't go out there. Much the same reason people don't do much in the way of travel through Steimhorod. With the Killing Fields in particular, people tend to steer clear of. Lazarus painted this picture that the Killing Fields were just like, you know, this nice fertile place where you get like lots of farming from. It is, uh, as I said, Draco's wars were extensive. She needed lots of blood, let's say. The Killing Fields covers a large area. We are on, but on the fringes of that place. If the Fane truly is there, I would imagine it's towards the center. Okay. Well, I guess we are going to head to the killing fields. Very well. And uh, 
Masark has many abodes. If you so wish, I might be able to send some of my people to ascertain where he might be staying. That would help greatly. Please. If I know where he is staying, then I know where she is. Very well. I wish you luck. Till we meet again. Thank you, Sebastian. Until we meet again. Yeah. This whole time you've been like walking through the streets of St. Sebastian. So as, as you've been walking along, there's uh, kind of the hustle and bustle of everyday life in St. Sebastian. Uh, and he uh, turns, stops, turns, gives a little nod, but it doesn't change his facial expression as usual, and uh, walks off, leaving you in Baruch in uh, the middle of St. Sebastian. Okay. If we're going out somewhere, I need to be more prepared. I have not been prepared enough so far. We're here. We could do some shopping and we could actually be a little bit more, you know, able to come across many things. Right. Yeah. I need to find a couple of places. I need to find a shop like a jewelry shop something like that and i also need to find um let's say like a pet shop uh a pet shop don't worry i'm not getting any more pets this is part of my cunning plan <laughs> uh okay right let's have a look Okay, so she's looking for yeah, like a, a jewelry sort of shop and also a pet shop. Yeah, you can you can find you can find both. I'm gonna say you can find both of those things. Uh, do do you want to do like like role play shopping or do you want to uh, kind of do it out of role play? It's completely. She can role play it because she's gonna ask for two rather weird things. Okay, so so, <laughs> so do you want to do jewelry shop first or pet shop first? Let's do the pet shop. Okay, pet shop. Um, you head into it's not it's not like a massive. Uh, menagerie in a place like this um there's, there's not it, the, the the type of wildlife that's knocking about in Steinhorad is very hostile so mm-hmm. uh the pet shop will just have things for let's say let's say they have things for dogs um things for cats uh but mainly it's going to be things for horses and oxen um and mules uh they'll have uh so they'll have their products there from like saddlers and, and whatnot as well. She'll head in and she's gonna look for like someone who works there, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you 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 see a um, a dwarven gentleman uh, with a very well kept um, black beard that's got a little uh, uh, little doggy bone <laughs> tied into it. Hello there. Hello. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for um, a couple of things. I was wondering, mm-hmm. do you have anything that insects could be inside? Like, uh, like, like, like boxes or something that's safe for insects to like survive uh. inside? Like, you know, like, like centipedes and scorpions and spiders. Uh, not, not particularly. Uh, I mean, you, you might want to go to. Uh, the alchemists they'll probably have glass vials I mean how how, how it, like hospitable do you want these things to be uh, 
but like so that whatever's inside could like stay alive for like at least like a few days so uh, like air holes and stuff uh yeah i mean we don't really stock anything like that but you could maybe oh, you can maybe head over to the to the the woodworkers and, and they can make something for you oh that's a good idea actually I didn't think about that. Okay. I will head there, see if they can make something for me. You sell like lots of different animals here. You don't happen to sell like scorpions, do you? Uh, no, not really. Uh, we usually, uh, people aren't into keeping, you know, things like that. Why not? They're so lovely. Well, people usually, you know, need dogs for security reasons, cats for catching rats that is true and then she's like she's like you know okay well i guess i should probably get going now and then she starts to walk out and then she starts getting distracted by all the animals and she's just like oh, baruch look at this one. Oh my gosh look at this dog over oh, here yeah. oh we could get like a cat as well and like a dog and oh there's a saddle oh but i don't have a horse oh we could get a horse yeah, horse. Horse might be good, actually. I don't know if we've got enough money for a horse, though. We could get, like, several horses, and then they could pull the wagon where we put all our animals in. We don't have a wagon, and we don't have a load of animals. I don't think we need a load of animals. Yet. We don't have a wagon with a load of animals yet. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, right. When we get going, we got stuff to do. I'll I'll be back. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, come back anytime. To you, head to the you leave the, the pet shop. The shop. Uh, where do you want to go now? Uh, the oh, actually, she go to the wood place first. See if she can get something. She's see, yeah, some, some you, sort of container. Yeah, you can go to you go to woodworkers and because uh, I'm kind of imagining like a little kind of um, not like a bug hotel, but like yeah, like a little uh, little compartments and things like that. Yeah, um, like a little, a little bug hotel, little things. Yeah, that that's yeah. kind of would be would be good. Yeah, that, that some insects on her basically. Yeah, that, that's really straightforward. They, they could probably do that for you. I mean, if it, especially if it, I mean, if it's custom, it'll take them a while to to do it as well. Um, they could probably knock that out in kind of like three or four hours, um, something like that. Because they, they'll probably just get they'll probably what they'll do is just get like a a drawer or something because they're, they're used to making drawers and put compartments in it. And then uh, put something over the put something over the top with little holes in. Um, yeah, I imagine like uh, th probably like three or four gold for their time. Yeah, let's say let's say yeah. three let's say three gold for their for their time. Um, how many compartments did you want in it? Would probably be depending on the price. Okay, so I need like a compartment that can fit some spiders, <laughs> and a compartment that could fit some scorpions, and let's say. Well, let's say four compartments. Four compartments, yeah, yeah, three, three gold. It'll be fine. Um, and it'll, it'll probably take like three or four hours to to get that done for you. You can probably get it done the same day. Let's say for argument's sake. Yeah. So she'll start that up, and then while they're yeah. working that, she'll head to the jewelry shop. Okay, head to the jewelry shop. Um, uh, unlike the pet shop, where there wasn't like that much choice, uh, the jewelry shop there is a, a fair bit of choice actually. Um, not not full of quality that maybe you're used to in like linolin um where there's lots of trade and things like that lots of this stuff is just basically like antique um yeah because it's Perfect. a very contained uh is, is a contained city within a contained uh 
region that seems to be lost in some sort of uh, weird uh, plane of existence. So there's not too much in the way of trade when it comes to these types of things. So things are, re are pretty pricey um, and things are pretty kind of old and antique looking, basically. Okay. And there's there's a, a, a rather kind of elderly human woman um, at the desk. Hello, my dear. Sorry, just before we start talking yes. to her, the um, the heart of the field. How big is it? Because I've never asked this question. The heart of the field, I would I would say it's about the size. I'm, I'm going to say like of a like a uh, just a big big bigger than a uh, oh god a fruit uh, not not a, a mango so like kind of a little bit bigger than that. Not, oh, right. not, yeah, not quite the size of a melon, but a small melon, but yeah. It's that kind of shape as well. Right. Yeah, she'll head up to the woman. Oh, hello there. Um, hello, my dear. I was wondering if you could maybe help me with something. Like, if you perhaps, and she'll take out the heart of the field. I need to get something that can encase this so that I can wear it as like, you know, like an attachment and not have it in my bag. Do Ooh. you have, happen to do anything like this? Like, you know, um, leather lacing or chain or oh, anything? Oh, yes, my dear, this would be very, uh, be very easy, actually. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I mean, we, we could do some, uh, just just some, some leather, uh, leather twine around it. Oh, that's perfect. That is exactly what I need. Just so that it's not in my my my, my bag, but it is like 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 outside. Because yeah. Of course, I could do that for you. Excellent. Uh, I'll I'll take you. It's like 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 two silver, you know. It's not it's not the, it's not the best or, or fanciest quality of of stuff, but it it's practical. Yeah, it's it's the practicality that she needs. She needs yeah. to, something that is not going to fall off. But something so she can have it out, yeah. basically. Um, she she'll kind of uh, as, as she's um, kind of measuring up. She's like, "Well, this is a interesting uh, piece," and it's she she kind of looks at it like oh like interested, but then when she actually gets up and touches it. She like has a little bit of a kind of a look like she's she looks like she's smelled something quite foul because it's it's got this kind of like it looks like it's kind of grimy to the touch, but it isn't. Um, it's it yeah it's, it's an odd that corruption over this gemstone just makes it look uh, almost like it's got a thick kind of icker of slime on it. Oh yeah no no it was like my great grandmother's and she like passed it down and stuff and everything and like I just wanted to have it out a bit more. Oh, oh well it's uh lovely. Thank you. <laughs> so wait there while she's like wrapping it and stuff yeah your passive insight told you that that was a complete lie um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah she, she'll she'll uh, wrap that up for you and you can wear it you can um yeah however you want it really i mean and you can have it like so it fits around your neck around your side because of the size of it, she'll have it more like on her side yeah. because she's got like the, the, the whole bag system. She can have it on her side just so that it's no longer like lost in the middle of like a bag of holding, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, the, the, they can sort that out for you. No problem at all. Um, any other shopping you'd like to do? 
that's it. She'll pick up her bug hotel, got the jam, and that's her. <laughs> bug hotel. <laughs> nice little box. <laughs> it's got a little, a little perspex with all the ants in it or something. <laughs> Land hills. Um, fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, heading out of St. Sebastian after that, yeah? Yep. Um, and as she heads out, and um, when it comes to the, the walk after that, what she will do is she will be as observant as she possibly can looking and collecting any bugs that she can find like specifically looking specifically for spiders scorpions and centipedes so that's what she's like looking for but if she sees anything like quite interesting she'll grab it how how long are you gonna spend doing this i don't know um because you can you, I'll, I'll guarantee you'll be able to find uh spiders in the city no problem um, centipedes as well. Scorpions might be. Yeah, I think she'll just basically keep looking until she's got something in each compartment. If that's whether that's just like several spiders or like whatever she can find, really. So okay. she's only got the four compartments. She just keep looking until she can like fill up her box a little bit and just yeah, whatever she can find. Okay, well you you can. Um, I, you know, I I would probably let you. Let's see what what's what's similar to a scorpion they might find like an earwig maybe an earwig doesn't yeah. really have doesn't really have claws, um, yeah I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say you 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 could find something uh, similar to that if you like so you can fill every compartment. Nice. Got it. I'll say you'll 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 find wood lice and things like that any anything like that as as long as like uh like talk talking rules wise as long as it's close enough to the animal in the stat block. I'm okay with it, okay? Like she's yeah. purposely not looking for like bees or wasps because she doesn't want to, she doesn't think she can keep that and something like that. So yeah. she's not picking up. She's just getting like things that are not flying. Yeah, so if you can think of anything, uh, what I'm basically trying to say is like, scor- like scorpions wouldn't really be in this like ecosystem. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so any, anything kind of close to that, I'll, I'll allow with the stat block. Um, but yeah, you can, you can fill those up, no problem. And nice. uh, yeah, so heading out of St. Sebastian after doing yeah. that, I think that's a good place to take our break. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us, folks. Uh, we're going to take a uh, we're going to take a five minute break, um, five to ten minute break. Sorry, and we will be back shortly. Uh, stay tuned. See you later. In. Hey, welcome back. Uh, my wow, my light is bright there. I forgot I moved it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's like it's storyteller being very holy there, as the light is blindingly bright there. Um, yeah, welcome back. Uh, before the break, um, Annalise and Varuk, their small party now, uh, headed back to St. Sebastian, uh, first time for Varuk, but heading back to St. Sebastian with the Saudad, um, who uh, camped outside St. Sebastian. They headed in, noticing that the Brotherhood of Light um, and the Circle of Light had been greatly diminished on their way in. They talked to uh, Lazarus, um, he informed them that the heart of the field that they had uh, retrieved from the fetid fields is not what he thought it was and can't help him with the creeping corruption that infects Steimhorod and Willow Hold, um, but encourages them to keep uh, keep looking. And uh, they also met with St. Sebastian, who uh, offered his help and pointed them towards the killing fields um, as a place where the Fane of Aronia, the sister of the field, uh, could possibly be located. And then they did a bit of shopping, and then they started heading out. So, 
Um, I'm assuming there's nothing else you wanted to do in St. Sebastian before heading out, Annalise? No, I think that's probably it. Okay. Um, so as you head out through the gates, um, you say ta-da to, uh, to uh, Talion on your way out. See you later. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Sorry, see you later. Uh, <laughs> um, you and Baruch uh, head out on foot. Uh, you pass uh, outside of the Circle of Light and then you head uh, you head towards your left, um, out towards where you were pointed, where the fields were. Um, you know we... it's going to be a bit so- of a trek. Go on. Sorry, do we go past the Saldad as well? You can do, if you would so wish. Are they, they, they're sitting there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're sitting nearby. You can head out that way if That's you want. That's fine. No, let's just start heading out then. Yeah. Yeah, you, um, you see, see the Saurad, they're like encamped um, near the tree line. Um, but then, you, yeah, you, you head off and because you're heading away from the Witchwood into, yeah, the flat uh, fields along this roadway that goes towards the Killing Fields. Um, and it's, you, you travel along the road for... Um, a few hours and you are uh yet again uh, met with that on every every kind of uh every horizon is just that fog and that oppressive uh sky above you um and it gets a little bit tedious after a while materializing out of the mists ahead of you you see Two figures that are on horseback. They're a good distance away from you. Well, I'm saying a good distance. They are, let's say, kind of like 200 feet away from you because that's kind of what the fog, the, the mist allows. And they're coming along the road at a kind of fair pace. Is there anything you'd like to do? Oh, look, Baruch, there's like some things on the courses over there. Mm. Just keep your wits about you. I mean, yes, I thought nobody came this way. Like, I thought it was like, a, oh, no, we don't do the killing fields anymore. But they're just that for like, I don't know what, like a pleasurely afternoon ride. Well, that's why we need to keep our wits about us. Okay, okay. Just act natural. It's fine. Okay. <clears throat> and she starts doing this weird sort of walk. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like goes and whistles <laughs> as the as the uh, people on horseback come close. You see that they are completely uh, clad in armor. Their helmets um, completely cover their faces. Uh, think, think, kind of like yeah, medieval uh, European styled knights they have um tabards on them that are completely white as you get as they get closer and closer uh you notice that there's something not quite right with the horses just that the, their their gait is relatively unnatural Hey, Varuk, there's something not quite right about those horses. Uh, Their gait looks, like, really unnatural. Well, you're very perceptive, Annalise. Thank you, Varuk. Yeah. As they come closer, if you're just continuing to walk, uh, 
they will stop in front of you. And you hear behind the metal helmet, Halt! Who goes there? Oh, uh, hello. Um, I'm Annalise, and this is Varuk. What is your name? You seem very well armed for two travelers. Yes. I mean, like, a lot of dangerous shit around here. That's a uh, rather fancy loot you have there. That's a rather interesting horse you have there. You do realize there's a toll for using this road. She kind of looks around. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's literally just the four of you and the two horses and mist. What road? There's a, there is a road. There's a track. Mm. Sorry. And what is the toll? Well, how about that loot? Mm. No, not the loot. You must have... I think you have some items that you can part with as a toll. This isn't a very good business. If you don't have like like a number or something, like I thought the tolls usually like, oh, here you go. Here's so much copper. Okay, goodbye. Well, we cover a large area. I'm afraid you need to pass the toll or else. Or else what? Uh, the two knights kind of turn to each other. And the one kind of like weirdly kind of tilts its helmet and the other one kind of shrugs and kind of like uh, just just starts walking on. And uh, you hear from behind the one that stayed a whistle and from out of the mists on both sides, you see four zombies Uh running out of the mist towards you and the remaining knight uh, draws its lance at you and I want you to roll some initiative <laughs> <laughs> I felt that there was no talking out of this <laughs> yeah you you might have uh, you might have assumed right <laughs> oh dear rolls a two had two rolls this game so far one was a one next one's a two <laughs> Um, so that's so. So Annalise. Um, Annalise is seven. Annalise got a seven. Well, yeah, she rolled a two. <laughs> and Farouk gets an eight. An eight? Yes. That makes things simple. Yeah. And. Let's roll some initiative for the old zombies. Woo! Okay. And I'm going to have to roll because I don't have a digital sheet for these ones. Oh, wait, no, I do. <laughs> Oh, 
Ah, there we go. Uh, okay, so what what's Farouk's um, dexterity? Um, thirteen. So it's a plus one. Plus one. Okay. Okay, so top of the round, it's uh, this this knight uh, runs at um, you were doing all the talking, Annalise. Uh, so he's going to uh, run at you, and he's going to have. Well, he's he's on his horse, and now he's up close, Annalise. You can see that this horse is uh, very undead looking. Um, it's it's uh, you can you can see kind of flesh hanging off it, and it's it's very it, it's you can see a lot of its skeleton. Uh, basically, and he's going to take out his lance and attack you with his lance. Uh, that's a 14 to hit you, Annalise. Oh, that is a miss. Okay, it's, it's, uh, he's then going to uh, hit again because he's got. Uh, oh, no, actually, no, he can't. He's going to do his. Um, he's going to hold out his hand and uh, does a 14 hit. No. 14 doesn't hit you. 14 doesn't hit you. Uh, 14 didn't hit either times. Oh, crap, yeah. (laughs) My God. God. I am paying attention, honestly. Sorry, I'm trying trying, trying to read this and listen to what you're saying. It's fine. Yeah, for some reason, I thought 14 did hit you. Um, So as as he holds his his, his arm out, you actually... uh, You get get a, a similar feeling to what you've had... In the past, when you've been fighting some of the undead um, in the recent days of your adventures, uh, where he's almost trying to suck the life force out of you. Um, but with those two attacks, uh, that's the end of his turn. Uh, it's now for Rook's turn. Rook is going to take out his huge sword, <laughs> and he is going to—he's <laughs> going to hit the guy on the the guy that's attacking Annalise. Okay. Okay, first attack. I rolled a four. Uh, Is he plus... attacking the horse or the or the? Oh, knight? the rider. Okay. Plus six is a total of ten. Uh, ten does not hit. Let's try again for extra attack. Ten plus six is sixteen. Sixteen does hit. Woo! Right, we're going to hit. That is a D8. Uh, let me get a D8. Get your D8s out. D8s. All the D8s. Just one D8, actually. Oh, wait. He can be... Can he... He's, he's got two hands on it. He doesn't have sure, a shield. He's got a two-hander, yeah. He's... Yeah, it's a two-hander. <laughs> I keep forgetting this. Yeah, he can two-hand if he wants, yeah. He's got a two-hand. For... 8, 9, 10, 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. Very nice. Does Varuk want to do anything else? Uh, no, that's him. So Varuk comes up and uh, as as this um, Lancer comes up to you and tries to get you with his Lance, uh, Varuk comes up and yeah takes a couple of good swipes at this knight's leg. Uh, it's your turn now, at least. Okay. Oh, okay. Since this is like right in her face right now, you, you are um, actually ten foot away because he's he's mounted using a lance, so he's got reach. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna fireball him because why not? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, ooh, I rolled an 18. 18 hits. Plus three, so yay! That is 2d10. Five. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. 12 points of fire damage, please. Ooh, wow. Um, and then she's just going to be like... Come on now, Voruk, you show them what you're made out of. They could send a chameleon zombies and it wouldn't even touch you. Okay, so as... And give him some inspiration. Give him some inspiration. So what happens now is you you throw out this uh, firebolt. Um, it completely knocks this, uh, this knight's helmet off. Um, and underneath you see a... It's, it's, it's almost similar to maybe what you might see on the zombie's face but instead of uh rotting flesh it is completely uh completely white gray skin underneath uh with uh he- not it's like it's not decayed but it is it's very drawn in um the eye sockets are red and very dry um and the hair is completely completely white you look upon what may have looked like to be a young a young man at one point um but now almost like a petrified uh state um and with kind of almost shock with his like lipless mouth uh calls out um this in this shout and you and Varuk feel the ground start to sh- start to shake as you hear the sound of many many horses galloping and as you look around you see probably about 20 knights coming galloping out of the mist and they start surrounding you they start to make a a large ring around you and Varuk completely trampling the zombies that came out at you and they all point their lances to you is there anything you want to do, like, initially? Uh, oh, she's sad. Actually, no, yeah, she's going to, like, just put her hands up. <laughs> you, you, you put your hands up. Um, as as you do that, all the lances are pointed right at you. Um, you see uh, one of the knights come forward, and she's got this uh, white... Um, plume that comes out of a helmet and you can you like the the way her armor is you can uh, tell this is a tell this is a female it's been very exa- like the body shape is exaggerated in the armor purposefully exaggerated in the armor um she jumps off her horse removes her helmet and you see the same kind of uh same details that you saw in the other night, that kind of grey, uh, grey kind of green, uh, sorry, grey kind of white, um, skin tone. She approaches. Who are you that challenges my knights? Well, hi, I'm Annalise. I wasn't actually challenging them. We're just trying to walk through. Who's the leader? She looks from you to Baruch. 
Uh, I, I guess me. You seem formidable. However, you're at a disadvantage. But you have insulted the White Lancers, and I demand satisfaction. Okay. I challenge you to a duel. Oh, like against you? She's she starts she she hold, she gets her lance and then passes it to one of the other knights and takes her sword off of her horse is almost completely skeletal and she takes her sword off and draw and uh, draws it. What you notice is that uh, underneath her armor of her uh, right arm is like a ghostly kind of transparency underneath and she starts taking a gauntlet off to show an arm that is completely ethereal well i guess we're doing this are we like doing this to the death or like you know what other kind of jewel is there now, how about you? Right, we need to roll some initiative. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, sure, I will fight you. Fucking hell. Just for Annalisa. Yeah, just for, just, well, I mean, yeah, Ver Verruck will just be like, uh. in fact, you know what, Verruck will, like, give you a look. Um, do you want to, like, signal for Verruck to, like, try and help, or do you want to just, like, be like, no, fuck, I've got this. Got this. Okay, you got this. Got this. So I rolled a 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 for initiative. Okay. Let's see now. Oh, well, she rolled a natural 1. So it looks like you're going first, Annalise. Okay. <laughs> ah, bards. <laughs> oh, bards. What are you going to do? Just let me look through my list of things and figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time, it's okay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh, that could be fun. <laughs> Screw it. Let's just annoy her. Um I am going to um I'm gonna step back, make sure that there's a distance between. How, how, how close are we just now? Is there a bit of a distance? Oh, I'm gonna say, yeah, you, you're in a circle of death, so like, you know, it's it's probably only a 15 foot uh, area that's not surrounded by horses. Okay. Well, before we start fighting, some of the things that I'm going to do make it some of your men. You may want to move them. Okay, you shout that out. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna cast it. Fuck it. I'm gonna cast web. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll get you cast... as well. Sorry. That'll get you as well. No, it fucking won't. What? Why not? Where the hell is it gonna get me? The whole. I'm pushing it in front of me, and I just warned oh, sure. her it was okay. going to get her man. Yeah. Sure. No. Okay. Yeah. If you're gonna put it out there, yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting it on me. Yeah. So, um, how far away am I from her? Let's say 10 foot. 10 foot. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to cast web. Um, so web, um, it's a 20 foot cube from a point for the duration. Um, web is difficult terrain and lightly and lightly obscure. Um, sorry, I'm just, I'm trying to, there's a lot of writing with it's web fine. and I, I, I've I only know. cast it once in my life. It's fine, I know, I know web, I know web. Do, okay, do you, cool, do you in that a, case. Yeah, do you have right. a flavor for it? What it looks like? It literally just looks like a web. Like spider web. Spider okay, web. so yeah, yeah. A, 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 a large like spider web comes like, it's almost like a veil comes down in front of you with a 20, 20 foot. Um, and this, this knight is uh, holding a sword and it's all of a sudden there's like, yeah, webbing all around. I'm basically covering her. Yeah. So like she's totally covered in web. Yeah. Um, so I cover her in web. Um, so she's now underneath all that like difficult terrain and everything. Um, and, um, sorry, I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to ask you because I can't seem to read this fast enough. Um, so this web, but you can cast web at different levels. I don't understand why you can cast it at different levels because it doesn't seem to do anything different. It'll be the, levels. does it not increase the difficulty class? Um, would you like to cast each it at a high level? creature that starts its turn in the web, um, Makes a deck save, yeah. Deck save. Um. No, there isn't anything that changes. But I can cast it at level three, or I can cast it. No, I can cast it at level three, or I can cast it at level one. Do you want to I, cast it at high level? No, because it doesn't do anything. That's what I'm well, asking. Well, it doesn't well then, do you anything don't, different. Well, we can we can look it up. I don't know off the top of my head. I can look it up for you if you want. It's fine. I'll, I'll just cast it at this normal level. It's a second level spell, so we'll cast it at a second level. I don't know why it want, it's given me another option, but we'll do it for that for now. Sure. Um, in, in, in my mind, I don't think there is. I think that's weird. Myself, I'm just looking at D&D Beyond. It's given me can, the option to okay, cast we can, it. Okay, we can look it up after. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so then that's all she's going to do. Right. What's your spell save, DC? I knew you would ask me that, and I can't find. It. I'm still terrible at D and D Beyond. Oh, uh, oh, 16. 16. Uh, what's it, Dex? Oh, 14. She fails. Mm-hmm. So, so she's stuck. She's restrained in the web, and so she has to yeah. make a strength save now, right, to get out. She, yep. Yeah, so now a creature restrained by the web can use this action. Yep. To make a strength save. Yeah. So that is a, uh, that's a 15. So that's still a failure. Is it? My spell saves 16. 16, yeah. 16. What is it? What is it? Why can't, why have I not remembered the numbers you're giving me? I, I because told, you're I remembering thought... Kalina's numbers, okay? And she's not here. Not here, God she's damn it. She's a 14. So uh, th- this night spends the entire, the, her entire round just, she's like swinging furiously going, I'm getting really frustrated. Almost like walking through like jelly. It's your turn again. I cast fireball at the web. Yeah, you're gonna ignite and the web. At her. <sighs> okay. So I cast at her. She's covered in webbing. Yeah. Let's first of all see if I get it. Um. So, thirteen, fourteen, seventeen. Uh, seventeen. Uh, oh, to hit the to hit the web. Well, to hit her, she's covered in webs, so okay. it doesn't hit. 
No. 17's a fail, okay. 17's a fail. Does that get the web, like, like, because basically I'm like, she's there covered in web, I'm just like casting it. So does that not get anything or not? Yeah, it ignites the web. So it'll ignite the web, but it was not enough to hit her. Yeah. Um, in that case, um, webs are flammable. Um, any five foot cube of web exposed to the fire burns away in one round, dealing 2d4 fire damage to any creature that starts its turn in the fire. So it won't be to like her turn now. Yeah, I'll so, roll it's damage. so it's ignited. Yeah, so roll damage now then if you, that's the end of your turn. Yeah. Unless you want to do something else. No. Uh, so that's four. I have six points of damage. So because it's ignited, that it's no longer sticky then, right? So she can just move through it. That's not what it says on this. Oh, really? Okay. Well, she's no. going to... She she started a turn in there, so she'll make her deck save. She fails. Uh, she does succeed on a strength check, though. Okay. Um, for her action. Uh, let's see. I don't think she has... Uh, no, she can't do anything else. It's your turn. Right. Um, oh, I'm no, she's going to move. Sorry, she's going to move out of the web, oh, obviously, because okay. she's got movement. So, yeah, it. she's going to move out. <laughs> of the, yeah, she's got movement, so out of the web, yeah. Um, I'm going to just rinse and repeat there because it's the one that's got the most damage, and we'll see if I can get above a 17. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I have weapons that I've never used. I'll just start using some weapons. Use those weapons. I should do. I've got a better chance of hitting with a weapon. Um, oh, no. <laughs> that was me! <laughs> no, it's you. Uh, right, so she uh, raises her sword, and you can see this ethereal arm uh, raising above her head. That is... It's uh, plus four to hit, so that is a 21 to hit, Annalise. Yeah. Can I cut in words of damage? You can, yeah. I'll let you roll the damage first now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it is a... I hardly ever get to roll the D... Uh... Oh, no, it's a D8. Sorry. Got excited there. I thought I was going to roll the D12. Uh, so that is seven, uh, seven slashing damage, at least. Wow. Like 100,000 spam cells and you're the fastest? Wait, how many spam cells does your species have again? Okay. Gonna... <laughs> okay cutting well. words and I rolled a is that a seven or a one? Oh, it's a one I rolled a one so it takes down to six slashing damage yeah so uh, as as she you, you you say your words um but also you do notice that uh as as the strike comes to hit you the ethereal arm seems to like pulsate and glow quite a lot as it's coming to hit you um, she's going in for her next attack. Okay. Which she misses. Um, again, as as it's coming, as as this attack's coming towards you, interestingly enough, it looks like it's almost hitting true because she is looks very uh, adept at fighting. However, as the sword stroke falls, it almost look like looks like she deviates on purpose to miss you. 
it's coming down at you and it's like it's like almost like uh it's like it's it's pinged off an invisible barrier and her arm glows as it comes towards you um and you can make an insight check for me Uh, insight, insight. 18. 18. Uh, she looks very confused and frustrated. Hmm. On her kind of gaunt white face. As she goes down and goes, What? It's your turn. Um. How many? Because I know you were kind of like talked about like insects and stuff. I need to know how many I've actually got so that I can I can do this. Well, I mean, right. I mean, s- spiders don't live happily together. So if you've got a load of spiders, you're gonna have one in each compartment, right? Yeah. But if you've got a um, load of like woodlouse or whatever, same with them. Um, centipedes, centipedes don't really live harmoniously together either. Okay. She is going to. How close is the the knight to me? Oh yeah, you're in like combat range in uh, five yeah, feet. So five foot, yeah. Oh okay, never mind then. Um, yeah, she's going to cast. Um, let's go, giant insect. Um, she takes out her her big staff, and she's going to be like. You know, I think I'm going to bring one of my friends in to meet you. I'm sure you will like them. They're not quite as creepy as you, but still kind of creepy. <laughs> and she will cast giant insect on one of the spiders. Sure. So you open your little, you open your little bug hotel, uh, and uh, you, uh, yeah, use your use your loot and the spider. You know, let's say it's just a gross house spider. Uh, starts starts growing, yeah, to the size of a of a like a calf. Um, and that's the end of Annalise's turn. But the giant spider will go straight away, I guess. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I have to do this, don't I? Oh my god! So right. it's a giant spider stats. Um, so yeah, the giant spider stat block for the spider. She'll get it up on TNT Beyond. <laughs> And um, yeah, um, each creature obeys your verbal commands and in combat they act on your turn each round. So, right, so what would you want to do? The the uh, I mean, I, I guess it, it's it's me that decides, but because yeah, I, you because, decide. because I want to be nice. I mean, it, it can try basically it can try and web her, or it can try and bite her. It's gonna try and bite her. Okay, uh, it's gonna go for a bite. It's a seven. It's nowhere near. Oh well. Yeah, <laughs> but it's distracting her. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's it's uh, her turn once again. Uh, she um, is going to take a swipe at the spider. Misses um, with her next attack. She takes another swipe at the spider and misses. <clears throat> it's now your turn, Annalise. <laughs> um. Okay. So now that she is all distracted and fighting with the spider we are going to um because it's concentration and um, i'll show something that's not concentration so we're gonna go for just fireball yeah okay, it might actually hit her at some point <laughs> not with that never mind i rolled an 11 so that's only a 14 <laughs> <laughs> that's out of our turn <laughs> okay so we're gonna we're gonna 
have a little uh, tip for tat. Now uh, let's do let's do spider. Let's go through this. The spider. It, it's not. It's it's uh, its bite isn't overly powerful. Um, let's put it that way. Mm. Uh, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere near uh, her armor. Um, she turns her attention to you, though. However, uh, that is a that's a twenty-one to hit you, though, Annalise. That hits. Hang on. Yeah, it's twenty-one to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll roll some uh, damage. Now she's actually taking. She's got both hands on this now. Can I? Uh, sorry. Can I? Um, cutting words of damage again. Can yeah. yeah. I'll let you roll it first. Uh. Let's see. That is eleven damage. Okay. Um, she's just gonna be like, you know, I would give you like a nasty look in return, but it looks like you already have one. <laughs> she's gonna with a six. So it was eleven, yeah. Yeah, eleven, yeah. So that's five damage. Okay. Right, she's coming in for a second attack. She, uh, hang on, 16? Yeah. 16 just hits, doesn't it? Just. It just hits. Um, it, even though, she, like, well. she, do, she, she does, she does hit you, um, you can see that now the, uh, the arm is, like, pulsing, like, a bright white light as it comes in to try and, uh, as it comes in to hit you. Um, that's 13. Slashing. Ouch. Okay. Uh, it's now your turn. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna be annoying. I'm gonna do something that's gonna probably fuck with every single guard that she's got there as well. Yeah. You do but your whole thing, are you? I'm not going to do Nathara's mischief, don't <laughs> worry. Like, I know it's your favorite. Yeah, my favorite I'm do spell. This. To do it, I think I will need to... Yeah, I'll need to drop the spider. That's the only thing to do Okay. It. Oh, the spider will drop. Scurry back into the box. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> you've trained it to go back in the box. I have. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, do you know what? I've had enough of you already. Like, I think you're just going to have to meet, like, lots of my friends all at once. Um, maybe try to keep your mouth shut. And just going to cast Insect Plague. Insect Plague. Swarming, biting, locust, fill a 20-foot radius sphere. Okay, as you take your staff out, hit it on the ground. A swarm of insects fills the air. The area is difficult terrain. It is um, lightly obscured. Uh, so she has to make a constitution saving throw. throw. On her turn, now. When the area appears, each creature in it, so now. Okay, that is a uh, con save. Oh, a con's, a con's good. It's uh, 17. Oh. oh, she makes it. Um, a creature takes 4d10 piercing damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Okay. Um, a creature must also make the saving through when it enters the spell's duration for the first time 
on a turn or ends its turn there. So she's going to, um, so I'll, I'll roll the damage. So that's seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 17. So that's, you round it down, don't you? So it's that's eight right, points yeah. of damage. Eight points of damage. Yeah, so she takes eight points of damage from these like lotus and everything, and they're just like filling this whole area. Okay, yeah, as as, as you, you see, it's just like a, uh, a a small concentrated cloud of locusts uh, swarming around her um, as she's kind of like swatting away. You can see, you can see the 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 kind of the the dull light from her arm, and then she goes to attack you again with disadvantage. And goes and goes to miss as she as she swings it for swings it forward at you. The the light is so bright as it comes at you, um, and it like swerves away from you. Just making another attack. First rolls a nineteen. Uh, next one will miss you uh, on disadvantage. Um, again, the same thing happens as she brings her sword up. Uh, can't even though she is getting distracted by the insect insect plague she's struggling to hit you and now she needs to make a constitution save because she's in the insects um yeah that's a, that's it that's a 19 yeah so that's 25 uh, sorry 20 uh, 24 save um so she takes half damage half damage yeah she's she, yeah yeah half damage roll your damage um so that's nine 14 22 so half of 22 is 11 yeah she's getting very frustrated but she didn't move out of the insect thing that's what you did notice oh okay so now it's your turn well i mean she's inside the insect so i guess um at least it's gonna do something a little bit different than normal as she's watching her inside this insect plague, and um, how far away is she from me? I keep losing track of. You, you're literally you're toe to toe. You're toe to toe fighting. Oh. Um. Right, because I was going to shoot her, but if I'm that close to her, that's probably not a good idea. She would have disadvantage if you decided to move away for opportunity attacks. Yeah, screw it. I'm going to move back. Sure. She takes a swipe at you, misses. Okay. So I move back as far as I can, which isn't very far. Um, and I use my light crossbow and shoot her. Um, ooh, rolled a 13. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Hits. Yay! I finally hit her. <laughs> um, it's a D8 plus three. I rolled one, so that's four damage. <laughs> Full damage. And that's the end of her turn. Okay, she's going to uh, move out of the swarm to get to you. Um, She technically started her turn in the swarm. It's, the rules say to, to start for the first time, and then after that, at the end of their turn. Um, Am I right? Did they? I mean, just double check. Sorry, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I've clicked off it now. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, sh I'm sure the I'm sure the rules are if it, if they start in there because it, it's it it triggers as soon as you cast it, 
but they only have to make it if they enter it for the oh, first sorry, time. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. A yeah. creature must make saving throw when it enters the spell's area for the first time, for the first time. on a turn or ends its turn yeah, there. So she's Never not going to end her turn there. So but it's difficult terrain. She gets out of there. She, I mean, it's a small space. So she is going to reach you. Um, and she's going to attack you again. Again, she, she first swing comes at you and her arm is just seems to be stopping her from doing it. And again, she uh, swings. This one looks like it's coming right for your face. Um, and at the la- it almost as, as if she has hit um, something like rubber. It, she literally goes to hit your head and it rebounds off you and doesn't hit you. And she looks furious now. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Look right at her. And I am going to drop my insects. I can't move them. Once they're there, they're there. So I can't move them closer to her. So we'll drop them. And not even sorry about this, but let's uh, use a spell slot. And cast some nefarious mischief on her. Yeah, cast nefarious mischief. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just double checking the rules because it has been a while. Okay, so I will roll a d4 and we'll see what's going to happen. Um. Right. It is a one. Could she make a wisdom saving throw, please? And thank you. Of course. That is a natural one. Hmm. Smell of apple pie fills the air. And each creature in the cube must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you until the start of your next turn. It's now charmed by me. Okay. I'll give her a little wink and then I turn there. Okay, so as as she goes from a very uh, angry looking, bearing these like lipless, uh, dried up, shriveled uh, lips in this kind of grimace, she then like goes to a kind of, not a smile, but <laughs> yeah, a, a, a more kind of tranquil tranquil look. Wait, hang on. What's she have to do for Charmed? Let's have a look. Uh, oh yeah, there's not like a click thing on it. Usually there's like a little thing you can click on just to double check what it does. Yeah, I've actually, it's actually just gone out of my head. I've <laughs> done this so many times. Uh, so you, I can't attack. Uh, yeah. And I have, and you, have, you basically you have advantage on social interactions with her now. So she can't attack, she just stands there for her turn. It's your cool. turn. <laughs> it's only until the start of my turn, yeah. so... I mean, I could have been a bit smarter and done something with that last time, but I didn't. Anyway. I mean, do you want to? I mean... I'll, nah, Because nah. you charmed her, so... I mean... She can't do anything. I'll, I'll, I'll allow you to do something else, because I think that's fair, because it's not, it's not as okay. if she's done anything that will affect it. Okay. She can't do. Why don't you put your weapons down? And I let myself and my friends carry on through the killing fields. Do a persuasion check. 
Okay. With advantage. First roll's a 15. Next roll's an 18. An 18. Um, my persuasion is plus 11. So that's 29. 29. 29, and she's charmed. <laughs> she's charmed. And the, the charmed only works how long? Six seconds? Yeah. Six seconds. So she goes... Oh, she she goes back to a horse, smiles, and mounts her horse and turns around. It's now her turn. Uh, well, sorry, that was her turn. It's now your turn again. Um. <laughs> there's, there's some like proper chaotic stuff going on with the horses all around. Uh, you've completely lost sight of what Veruca's doing because they're currently trying to avoid insects, a web, um, a web that's on fire, and now their boss seemingly has got up onto her horse. Right. Trying to remember which direction Veruca was, Annalise is going to basically... Ooh. Can she see past any of the horses? Uh, yeah, I mean you can see you can see past them, but I mean it's can it's, I see it's basically. Where oh, is? Yeah, do a quick perception check for me because okay. it's chaotic. Um, perception, perception, perception. Twelve total. I rolled a six. Yeah, you can see him. Yeah. I missed the step. To him. Okay, missed step to him. You're next to Brooke. And then I just see. Come on, let's start running. We start running in the direction we need to go, and we're basically running to look for some. We're running out into the mist, basically, okay. in the direction we need to go. It's now her turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, 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 you, like, if you were to see her, you're probably like running away from her. Uh, but what she does is she sna- snaps out of her charm. Uh, she then uh, looks at one of her lances right next to her. It uses a free action to give her the lance, and she just. Give me that! Takes the lance in her ethereal arm and charges at you with this lance. Uh, the other lances uh, move and make way as she comes charging at you, Annalise. As she does, she looks like she's going to skewer you through the heart. And as she as she does it, this force that doesn't affect you whatsoever, but it looks like she has just lanced into... Uh, a brick wall because it stops and then it rebounds and you can almost feel a wind of force um, push you back slightly but it sends her completely off the back of her skeletal horse and the horse veers off and runs off she then stands up and indignantly kind of brushes off what is what's going on and she points at you you haven't heard the last of the White Lancers. And she uh, she she jumps up onto her onto one of the other Lancers' horses, um, and she gallops off. And all the other Lancers follow her as they ride off in the direction you came from, and off into the distance. Well, that could have gone worse. What the, what the shit was that? I don't know. Like, every time she tried to hit me, it was like she just, like, couldn't do it. 
like I felt I felt it I felt her like try to hit me but then she like was like bouncing away yeah it didn't look right did it no it it didn't and then like Annalisa looked down at the um gem that is attached to her side and she's going to like put it in her hand and just see if it feels different in any way it does actually if if you can feel a slight pulse from it i think that perhaps the goodness around this artifact is battling with the darkness here i am glad i have it by my side currently yeah we'll maybe keep it around your neck i think i'll do that i guess we should um i guess we should continue on our journey Hopefully we will get those soon. As you, uh, go on, sorry. Baruch, if you would mind just giving me a second, this is something I need to do. Yeah, sure. And she'll just kind of move slightly away from Varig, just kind of out of your shot, and she will cast Sending. Okay, cast Sending. She is trying to cast it to Queena, not knowing where she is, obviously, but she's just going to be like, Kalina, I am going to free you. Stay strong. I miss you. Love, Annalise. But yes, you can re reply, like, if, you, if you're able to. Hi. That's all she's saying. <laughs> you do get a reply. Annalise, I'm uh, safe. I'm in a tower. Don't know where. That's it. Okay. She like returned to Farouk. Kalina's in the tower. Let's keep going. Yeah. All we can do is move forward as you are kind of walking and talking with Baruch. The air turns a lot colder and the the mist starts to become way more dense as you traipse through kind of these late harvest fields. Um, and you stop. You, you go past the actual farmed area until you crest this kind of low ridge and then laid out before you you realize you're in an ancient battlefield that is just kind of replete with broken decaying banners scattered everywhere half on their sides uh so rotten that you can't tell the coat of arms or anything that was on them uh bones armor weapons all laid out which does it almost looks like some kind of heinous evil crop in itself as you continue across these fields yeah you see skeletons laid out all in different positions some almost heaped on top of each other the amount of people that were here uh it must have been a 
horrendous sight to see this battle taking place. As you continue walking forward to the center of the killing fields, you can see a red hue start to appear on the horizon and the heart of the field starts pulsing but the pulse is not like the uh, gentle pulsing of warmth that you've got in Erethusia's enclave. This is like a heartbeat. It's uh, do do me a perception check. Okay. Um, oh, I rolled an eighteen. I think my perception's a plus six. Yeah, it is. Not only do you feel you you almost feel, you know how you feel something and you're like oh I'm gonna check like you, you try and check like your pulse and all that and the pulse in your thumb is so strong that you you're not entirely sure whether you've got a pulse in your arm or a pulse in your thumb. Yeah. You you're feeling the pulse from this. And you feel that in your feet, and then you realize the ground seems to have a pulse. Um, Varuk, can you can you feel that? Yeah. What? Ground, it's like it like it's alive yeah and as you as you walk you can literally walk away from the pulse in the ground or you can walk towards it it's almost like an unseen path of pulsing i think i know the way to go and she starts following the pulse as you follow the the pulsing in the heart of the field gets stronger and stronger the pulsing in the ground gets stronger and stronger until the killing fields, you start seeing oddly shaped plants, uh, kind of, you know, kind of like moral uh, fungus. Mm -hmm. It's like that. There are vines and or they almost look like, they almost look like arteries or veins, these vines. And they start to cover the entire ground and they all seem to be leading to something and you see the red hue start getting brighter and brighter uh, the landscape currently I mean uh, the best way I can describe it if you can imagine like the upside down I, that, that's legit, I've literally just written the words upside down yeah. on my sheet <laughs> it, that's pretty much what you're, what you're, yeah. get, you're getting now in, in that, that's kind of what you're looking at um, and you look out on this kind of field of alien uh, plant life and decaying bodies and you can feel the pulse heading towards the center and you see something in the distance uh, this monument that everything is leading towards and this red light emanating from it that is pulsing in time with the heart of the field and that's where we'll leave the session I think Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Well done. 
Well done. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Also, um, make sure you come back and join us next week. Uh, next Sunday, we'll be continuing. Uh, we'll see if Annalise has indeed found uh, the lost fane of Aronia. I hope so. Um, <laughs> uh, if you have, if you want to, you can catch up. Um, all of our episodes thus far are available in podcast form and over on YouTube. If you want to, uh, if you want to catch up with the story so far. <laughs> Excellent. Until uh, until next time, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye. -bye. Bye.